0: GDC, The Witcher 4, and more this week on 8-Bits for the week of March 25th, 2022. Welcome to 8-Bits, a weekly podcast bringing you 8-Bits of video game news, fast. I'm your host, Frankie Godoy. Now, let's get started. A new Witcher game is on the way from CD Projekt Red, The project was revealed with the image of a new Witcher pendant covered in snow, marking the beginning of, quote, a new saga in the Witcher franchise. The announcement marks the first game from the studio since the launch of Cyberpunk 2077 in December 2020. The new Witcher game will also be the first game by CDPR built using Unreal 5 rather than the studio's own Red Engine. The game will be led by Jason Slama, a UI designer on Witcher 3 and director of card game spinoff Gwent. When confronted about the game and the studio's crunch culture on Twitter, Slama said, quote, Never on my watch. After being leaked by the studio's co-founder and one of the franchise's stars, Ilphonic's new Ghostbusters game was officially revealed this week. Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed is a 4v1 asymmetrical FPS pitting four new Ghostbusters against a ghost. Rounds are designed to be quicker, targeting 7 to 10 minutes, rather than the longer-length rounds found in the studio's previous games. Rounds can also be played with AI teammates and offline for players of practice, rather than needing to practice live with other players. The game also features the voice talents of original Ghostbusters Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson, alongside new actors such as Haunting at Hill House star Rahul Khouli, Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed will be launching sometime in Q4 of this year. PlayStation has acquired Canadian Haven Studios. The studio was founded last year by veteran Jade Raymond, known for her role in the success of the Assassin's Creed franchise for Ubisoft. Raymond started the studio in the wake of Google shuttering its first-party Stadia studio in Montreal, also led by Raymond. Haven Studios' first game is set to be a live-service multiplayer title exclusive to the PlayStation 5, lining up with Sony's push into adding more first-party multiplayer titles to its catalog. Speaking to GameIndustry.biz, Sony Interactive Entertainment head Herman Holst says, We have invested in live-service games. We have quite a few now in development or conceptualization, so yes, we are setting up capabilities internally. In other PlayStation news, Sony's most recent foray into live service games, Gran Turismo 7, had issues this week that left the game offline for more than 24 hours, rendering the game nearly entirely unplayable. The Overwatch League may be in trouble. The new season of the Overwatch League is set to begin soon alongside the launch of the Overwatch 2 beta, but the league currently has no sponsors. Previous sponsors, including Coca-Cola, State Farm, and Kellogg's, Hold their sponsorships last year, in the wake of the harassment and discrimination lawsuits filed against Activision Blizzard. Speaking to the Washington Post, representatives when the brands confirmed that they would not be returning for the 2022 season. New general manager of the league, Sean Miller, says that the league is currently speaking the companies for the season, new and old. Changes within the league come alongside changes to Overwatch 2 including new hero roles and the downsizing of teams from six players to five. The Overwatch League Season 5 begins May 5th. And now for a message from our sponsor. Hours after last week's show went live, GamesBeat posted an article regarding the alleged harsh conditions at Moon Studios, creators of the Ori franchise. Per the report, one developer says, quote, It's an oppressive workplace for sure, but it's hard to pinpoint one thing because, in isolation, all of these incidents, if they happen once, you would think they're small things. When you're dealing with that for multiple years, you're going to see the decline of people's mental health. The status studio led the Microsoft, publisher of the studio's first two Ori games, passing on their next project. A statement from Moon Studios denies the claims made by The Story, but does admit that conduct from the studio's founders, quote, has come off as insensitive and may have made others feel uncomfortable. The same day, YouTube channel People Make Games published an investigative report on three different game studios regarding the toxic environment harbored by their founders: Mountains, creators of Indie Darling Florence; Fulbright, creators of Gone Home; and Phenomena creators of Watam, The full investigative video is available on the People Like Games YouTube channel. Savvy Gaming Group is a real business, says the company's CEO to Axios this week. As previously covered on this show, the mysterious Savvy Gaming Group is a gaming-focused business led by Brian Ward, a former executive at both EA and Activision. Savvy recently acquired the ESL, an esports company FaceIt. The company is bankrolled by Saudi Arabia's public investment fund and has the crown prince, Mohammed bin Salman, as the chairman of Savvy's board. Speaking to Axio's Stephen Totillo, Ward says that the company has quote, many, 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 many billions of dollars, thanks to the PIF fund. Ward also says that the company is aiming to build the gaming sector within Saudi Arabia, the Middle East, and Africa, but also globally. In regards to Saudi Arabia's history involving the disenfranchising of women, the LGBTQIA community, and assorted human rights violations, Ward says not to think of the country based on older impressions. Totillo notes in his interview that Ward then turned to a printed list of talking points to paint a more progressive image of Saudi Arabia. As for the company specifically, Ward says Savvy will function quote, with the values and culture of what we know our audience wants in our audience respects, and what those of us who have been in the business 25 years like about our industry, being forward-looking and liberal in many aspects. The annual Game Developers Conference was this week, with lots of game dev-focused announcements coming from the convention. First, both Amazon and Microsoft announced new cloud-first projects focused on making game development more accessible. AWS for games will allow developers to connect to game-development-focused virtual machines, leveraging Amazon Web Services cloud computing to do the heavy lifting rather than needing a high-end computer. New tools Amazon GameSpark and Amazon GameKit also look to use AWS to make building live-service-type games or games with live integrations more accessible. Microsoft's foray in the cloud-focused development is ID at Azure cloud-based development tools for indies using Microsoft Azure. A new Game Jam was also announced at the conference. The Deepwell Game Jam, hosted by Deepwell Digital Therapeutics, founded by one of the co-founders of Devolver Digital, is focused on how games can be used to assist with mental health issues. The Game Jam will run from May 1st to the 22nd. For more from GDC, including panels, check out the GDC website, More from this year's conference will be available in the coming weeks. Finally this week, GDC also marks the annual GDC Awards. Some of the winners are as follows. Valheim from Iron Gate Studios won for Best Debut. Unpacking from Witchbeam won for Best Innovation. Psychonauts 2 from Double Fine won for Best Narrative. The Social Impact Award went to Boyfriend Dungeon from Kitfox Games. Best Visual Art went to Insomniac Games for Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, and Game of the Year went to Inscription by Daniel Mullen Games. Congratulations to all the winners. Looking forward to next week, the console port of PC strategy game Crusader Kings 3 launches on PlayStation 5 and Xbox on March 29th, and Western immersive sim Weird West launches on March 31st on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. And that's it for this episode of 8-Bits. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this, be sure to subscribe on whatever podcast platform you happen to be listening on. I'd really appreciate it. You can also feel free and follow the show on Twitter at 8BitsGG. That is at the number 8-B-I-T-S-G-G. You can also follow me personally on Twitter at Frankie Godoy. That is at F-R-A-N-K-I-E-G-O-D-O-Y. But otherwise, that's really it. So, once again... Thank you for listening, and have a good rest of your week.